listening to the Gear 30 Podcast, a community, you could even call it a support group, for people addicted to outdoor adventuring and all the gear that goes with it. There is no shame here. In spite of what your spouse or partner may say, we believe it's okay to own five tents, seven backpacks, and 18 jackets. Our slogan, inspired by the great explorer Sir Ranolf Fiennes, is, there is no such thing as bad weather, only inappropriate gear. So if you're an aspiring outdoor adventurer, a mountain guide, or anyone in between, you are in the right place. Welcome to the Gear 30 Podcast, where we talk about outdoor adventuring and all the gear that goes with it. And uh, this morning, Chase and I had a, a fun, epic adventure, uh, mountain biking up Lewis Peak from Windsurfer Beach. And um, What's the vert on that? It's like 3,800, I think. Yeah, something. It, That's it what felt, I had. It felt like a lot more than 3,800. I think it was 38,000, actually. <laughs> it felt like <laughs> yeah. it. felt like it. I'm not in very good shape, and it dead me and I was so tired. how long did it take to go the 3800 so oh. our our moving time was oh, let's see, uh, two hours and 21 minutes to do that's what I have really yeah that's less time than I thought I paused my watch when I was waiting for oh. someone your moving time was two <laughs> hours and 20 minutes <laughs> my moving time was probably two hours and 50 minutes <laughs> Two hours and 40 minutes. That 18.3 miles and 38.89 feet of elevation gain. So. It was, um, it was so pretty. There was, it was overcast, there were clouds, it was raining a little bit, there was hardly anybody on the trail. And the weather, the, the temperatures were perfect, except when it started raining, it got a little chilly, but yeah, it was awesome. We had clouds blowing in over the ridges and stuff like that and so um i mean it just looked like i don't know fog blowing over the ridges and then it every once in a while it opened up and you get a a big view of the peaks and the valley below and stuff it was way cool it was really really pretty beat up from it no and just swallowed a pretzel went down wrong too (laughs) um so yeah, that was awesome, and the and the ride down too. That's a fun trail to descend. Except the the brush was wet a little bit, so I think the brush was maybe hanging onto the trail a little bit more than normal. And it, you know, when you're going 20 miles an hour, 25 miles an hour, and getting smacked by every single branch hanging over the trail, and your hands are freezing cold, it kind of hurts. You don't wear gloves. I wear gloves, mm. but your hand, my hands still got really cold on yeah. that descent. They were kind of getting wet from a little bit of rain that was hitting, and yeah, it made it a little, uh, it just added to the experience. Um, really cold, back to knuckles, but it's a, it is a really, really fun trail to descend, and there's just, really from top to bottom, there's not really one section that's just, the top's a little bit more techy, and then you have like the middle part. That's just really flowy, and the bottom part's kind of loose and rocky, and just kind of fun to cruise through. So, yeah, yeah. Every and and they did a good job when they built the trail, or at least they've gone back and and added some added some 
little jumps and stuff like that to help with water management, which is way exactly. fun. Exactly, water management. That's, that's, why, what, they that's why they did it, yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it is, but I'm going to say it was for mountain biking. Right, it, but it's way fun. Fun jumps and... Um, Greg about... Uh, I almost... I think he made a little woman poop her pants half... <laughs> she's oh, just man, enjoying her... so bad. Just enjoying her morning oh. hike. And I was going to ask if you ran into a lot of people. Not literally. Almost literally. <laughs> almost <laughs> literally. So, if that couple is listening, I apologize. <laughs> From the deepest part of my heart, I felt so bad. I mean, not... No bell, apparently. No, no bell. No. Uh-oh. My we, bell... My timber bell broke. Because it was raining off and on and it was cooler and stuff and we had hardly seen anybody up there I mean two other mountain bikers early on we, we passed some hikers but they were all headed down I just wasn't expecting to see many people and we were on the, the fast switchback section near the bottom that you can just fly and I was coming around a corner that was a little bit blind and there was a couple up ahead I slammed on my brakes the woman squealed dove off the trail the man kind of he did he he didn't freak out but kind of like froze a little bit and sort of got in front of his wife who was having a panic attack and i slammed on my brakes and i slowed down and i went past him slowly and i said hey i'm so sorry there's one more behind me but they were i mean terrified the damage was done the damage was done and um, in her eyes (laughs) <laughs> and there was a, two other guys that got up to the peak right after us, and they were coming behind us. And I, I was leaving the parking lot when they came down, and I asked if they saw those hikers. And, he said, and the first guy said, yeah, I almost almost nailed them. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, like, no. Oh, They're no. never hiking <laughs> this again. <laughs> and, oh, uh, that's terrible. And then his friend who was behind him went by him slowly, and the guy said, are there any more bikers? Oh. And he said, no, I'm the last one. He said, oh, thank goodness. Oh. And, oh, man, felt so bad. So if you're listening, I, I'm really sorry. <laughs> um, I am the reason why hikers speak poorly of mountain bikers. Yeah, well, we haven't got to, at least in Ogden in the foothills, where it's, you know, bikers on Tuesdays, Thursdays, hikers on Mondays. <coughs> yeah. We haven't got to that, but it could, you know, I mean. It keeps getting busier we, on those trails. We were up right in North Fork, and uh, if this gentleman's listening, I want you to know that it was not me that you were talking to. I was with my friend, and we were going down, is it Cutler Twist, with the picnic tables and stuff? What they have for the little jumps? Uh, like a little jumps built in, and there's like a picnic table you can jump over. That picnic table, is that new? Is it, it the one that we rode? Yeah. There was a picnic table in it when we rode it, I'm pretty sure. Really? We we hit a couple. One of the there's one that's like a jump up to a flat picnic table. We can kind of gap. That's pretty fun. That's cool. Um, but I th- it's color twist. It's kind of like yeah. burning. Right. We were we are flying down that. In my mind, why would you ever want to climb it? Like <laughs> it's hiking not. It's just not fun. Or ride your bike up it. Ooh, either. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. it's it's definitely built for mountain biking. It's, it's multi-use. It's but windy. It's steep. It's and there's berms and there's jumps built into it. Um, well, we we're coming down, and my friend locked up his brakes, so I, and I was a little bit behind him, but I could hear it, so I slowed down, and this guy started ripping into to my buddy, and we had a little, he, he had a little argument that it's not directional, but it should be, and I was thinking, to your, I guess, what's your opinion, should that be a directional trail? 
It's it's built directional. I, I think so, because like you said, there's. It's almost like well, it's common sense. If you're if you're not gonna go the direction it was built for, be prepared to get freaking slammed. Exactly, you know? and, and don't be pissed if it happens. And my thing was, don't yell at me for going fast on a trail that is built to go to fast. go downhill. And I I, I almost think. In, in a sense, it should be made a directional so it's safer. Sure. Because I, I know I'm not going to run into anyone. But I just thought to myself, I was like, why would you ever want to climb up that? Because it's, it's just not fun. Yeah. But it, Yeah, I mean, I've run up it. When I first saw that the trail was made, because I'd never been on it before and I was out trail running, I ran up it one time just to check it out. But ever since then, I've always just gone down it because it's not very fun to go up. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's not a directional trail, therefore... I mean, the guy that was hiking up can't be like. Well, he was. It was two bikers that were biking up. Oh, they were biking up. Which makes I'm like, I can see even, hiking up, but yeah, that's biking even up is even worse. Well, I mean, they probably should make that directional. And I, I know a couple of people that live up by me that are heavily involved in in that North Fork Park area. Maybe I'll mention that to them. Um, yeah, and no hard feelings to whoever that was, but I just wanted to ask you what you thought about that. Oh, it's definitely way more fun to go down it. I oh, wouldn't yeah. want to go up it, but uh, it's and they added that they added a new feature. I don't know if you've hit it recently, since you and I hit it. Uh-uh. But they added a new picnic table. It's like a jump onto a picnic table, and then you can kind of gap the second one or just drop off of it. But it's fun. They're definitely putting more into it, and it sounds like they started yesterday to build an upper section of Cutler Twist. I heard, I heard that. I heard they were putting, and that you access it from the mule ear trail the first okay. you know that big hill climb that we came up and mm-hmm. came down i heard that off of one of the switchbacks there's a they're gonna take some single track off of one of the switchbacks and connect it to the upper oh that'd be awesome yeah i'm not that color twist is a fun trail yeah it is way fun so. um anyway so this this <coughs> bike ride this morning kind of um kind of led to a a small debate it wasn't really much of a debate. We just but you uh, didn't debate at all. You shot it down in a heartbeat. Yeah, no, the, the there was no debate because we're right. But I'm <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Um, but it got us thinking, like for uh, you know, for mountain biking, what's better, twenty-seven five or twenty-nine, twenty-nine inch wheels or twenty-seven and a half inch wheels? And I'd also, go, I'd go twenty-six. Yeah, yeah, me too. <laughs> I did go twenty-six for all but like the last eight rides of my life um and then flat pedals versus clipless so i'm gonna play devil's advocate actually i can't play devil's advocate i just (laughs) i'm not very good at arguing something i don't believe in well i guess we'll just talk about the pros and the cons of both because i can't argue the other side either you i mean your previous bike was a 27.5 I rode a lot on a 27.5, yeah. And now you have a 29er, mm-hmm. so you can speak to that a little bit. Yeah, and so. I I think I contemplated getting a 27.5 plus wheel because it's actually pretty dang close to the 29er. You can ride the lower PSI, um, and it's a lot more nimble on... A 27.5 is more nimble. Yeah, 27.5 is more nimble on downhills and technical terrain going down. Um but the 29er is so much more efficient and cons- on the ups or both uh, on the ups and then flats like it's more efficient if you're just doing cross country flatter riding and then on the ups 
It's a little bit more efficient and it has better rolling power, rolling capability, because it's a bigger wheel so it can roll over rocks and roll over stuff easier. 27.5 is not going to be super hard, but it's like a little bit easier on a 29er. Yeah, it's like it's like if you're in a Jeep in Moab and you're riding on a Jeep with 33-inch wheels versus 37-inch wheels. The 33-inch wheels make a moderate trail seem really hard. 37-inch wheels make it feel like it's just a piece of cake. And you go that same thing from a 26 or 27.5 up to a 29, and it's like you just upgraded your Jeep with much bigger tires, and now the rocky, steep, bumpy stuff smooths out a lot, and it, it just feels a lot easier to get up and over stuff. Mm, totally. And like it, if you're focused more towards downhill riding and don't care too much about going uphill or cross-country riding or you want to shuttle things, I would totally do 27.5 just because it's much more nimble and you can rip berms a little bit easier because it's tighter, smaller turning radius. But if you want an all-around bike that can do everything, I think the 29 size wheel is definitely the way to go. I agree. I've noticed because my previous bike was a 26 and when I would ride um, tight downhills fast, I, I, felt, I felt definitely more nimble on that 26 and um it was almost too twitchy though the geometry on that bike was more of a cross-country geometry although man it sucks to climb on um but it was a little more of a, a it was a um a steeper head tube angle instead of a slacker angle so it turned more quickly it was twitchier especially at speeds stuff and so actually going downhill was fun but um, because it was nimble, but also sometimes when you get going too fast, it was too twitchy and, and would kind of, I don't know, cause problems. I'm used to this 29er now, and man, that thing just flies on the downhill because those bigger tires, they just roll over stuff so mm -hmm. easily. Big drops and big rocks and other, I mean, I say big drops, and by that I thought I'm, you were going somewhere like that. Foot. Big drops and big rocks, baby. <laughs> like that's like your motto. That's, that's actually oh, on his jersey. Shirt. Yeah, I've got a shirt big like rocks, that. big drops. Um, <laughs> but I'm I'm just thinking about like the most technical parts of the trail we were on, which really wasn't that technical. Um, but there were probably a couple of places where I dropped two or two or three feet over some rocky stuff or whatever, going fast. And um, I mean, those bigger tires, they just kind of roll over that stuff much easier. Versus like a 26, I would have been, you know, holding my breath and clenching my my butt. butt a little bit. Going over some of those things, hoping that I lived through it. And with the 29, it's just like full speed ahead. Um, it was cool that way. So, But the trail that we were on today was kind of perfect for 29ers because there weren't many, many real tight turns. There were a couple of tight turns down low on the switchbacks, but most of it was just... Uh, not super tight turns and the turns that there were they were slightly burned and stuff and you could just carry so much speed through it It was fun. I mean, I don't know. I don't have a speedometer on my bike, but I would think on those faster sections we were doing You know 20 20 25 mile per hour probably yeah, easy. I I wasn't cooking as fast as Greg. I uh this is an, right. just an excuse. <laughs> <laughs> just an excuse, but uh, on my, the uh, on the downs. My on the four downs. cooking faster on the ups, not cooking as fast on the downs. I took some air out of my front fork yesterday and took way too much out. I don't have a fork pump. 
rear suspension pump. So what, why? Because I don't know. Why so would you take air out of your fork? It was too stiff. I had put some in. Um, my buddy put some in on Saturday when we were riding North Fork. And it was just way too stiff, and I did not like it. It was tossing me all over the place. And so I went to take a little bit out, and I just, like, barely pushed it. But I pushed a little bit too much, and now it's, like, I'm at, like, 40% sag. <laughs> like, so it's, I can bottom really it. I can bottom it out and just, like, not even riding, just kind of pushing on it. So it was kind of throwing me all over the place. So I think Greg still would have beat me. Max speed, 28. Okay. So you probably hit 30 or faster in there. 40, maybe. Maybe, maybe 45. Yeah. But, um, yeah. I don't remember where we were at, but oh, 29 or 25. Um, I'm I'm 100 on that wagon or 29er. So yeah, I, you know, I haven't ridden 27.5s at all, so I probably can't say too much that way. But I'm I love that 29er. Just the efficiency on the uphill is is a huge thing. I mean, even when I'm granny gearing it, I feel like I'm moving pretty good. And uh, on the 20 like a 26 inch if i'm granny gearing it i feel like i'm pedaling in place it's like going nowhere yeah and uh you just i mean i don't i can't do the math in my head but just a 26 inch diameter tire versus a 29 inch you probably have maybe a foot of extra ground that you cover with each rotation of the tire so you imagine maybe you're covering an extra foot as you pedal with with each pedal stroke or I mean, depending on the chain ring you're in, maybe with the, yeah. Anyway, it you cover a lot more ground, so I'm, I'm sold on 29. Another thing to definitely consider if you are on the fence is how big are you. Um, if you're a really small person, it's going to be hard to maneuver a 29er, especially on the downhill, and especially when it gets to check technical terrain. Define really small. I mean, if you're a, if you're a five-foot woman who's just getting into it, a 29-inch wheel might be a, a little harder to navigate. And to, I have a good friend that just bought a bike, and she was asking my opinion, and we had her demo both. And the 29 was just way too big to throw around. She probably weighs 110 pounds, fully fed and sopping wet. <laughs> like, it's just not. Yeah. It's just not what was for her. So obviously, try them out, but take that into consideration. If you really want a 29er and it's just too much to handle, a 275 is still a great option um actually you say still is it is a great option um and consider that if you're or if you just don't weigh very much you're just a smaller frame the 29 it might be a little bit too much to throw around so yeah consider those things so now the question is platform flat pedals or uh quipless pedals why would you ever go flat uh most of my friends ride flat um really mm mm-hmm because it's the cool thing to do or well, what? Well, it's just, I mean, nowadays there's some really efficient flats and with the sticky rubber, the stealth rubber that 510 makes, like, you can you can pretty much pull on the ups as well, but you know, you've got, you're not clipped in so you can come out easier and if you can bail easier. Um, I'm a clipless fan for sure. I think it's because I started road biking and I started with clipless and then worked into mountain biking and the efficiency of clipless is the best um but I'm, I'm a basket guy personally oh okay that's where i go back it's, yeah it's cute <laughs> and dangerous Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah i've only i've only um 
that's probably why well it is why my bike doesn't work these days because um, when i did an indo and in, in moab um and i went head over the front front handlebars there um my feet didn't come out and so it's sl literally slingshotted <laughs> it against a rock <laughs> and broke broke stuff off that probably should well it's supposed to be on the bike yeah <laughs> so it doesn't work anymore um I'll just show you a picture of my buddy's shin from last night's ride. From, um, his, from, his, flat from his flat pedals. Yeah, there you go. It's, what, it's it pretty deep. Did um, it swing back and hit him? No, we so we're riding the ninth or the bike park up on 9th Street, and he'd never been before, and we ripped like the blue line, and there's like the bottom part, and they just re redid the last tabletop jump down there, and it's silky smooth. It's so it's perfect now. And so he's following me in, and mind you, I didn't warn him about anything. I'm like, just... As a good friend would <laughs> like, not do. In my mind, I'm like, oh, he sees a big jump. He's probably not going to go very big. So I fly, and I clear it just perfect, and I hear, ah, ah! <laughs> <laughs> And I look back, and he had... Both of his feet had come off the pedals, and the bike was, like, sideways in the air. And he land. I don't know how he rode out, but he landed on the the, the post, oh. of the frame of the bike. Didn't even land on the seat post. Oh. And his his shin just like it nailed his the cleats of his pedal, and mm. it dug right into his shin. Wow. And he rode out, pedal right away. Oh. But he was. We got done. We got got to the bottom, and his legs are just like shaking uncontrollably he's like oh my gosh and he's like why didn't you freaking warn me like, sorry my bad um it was really comical but that's and then my other friend has a huge probably a five inch scar on the on his calf from his clipless pet or from his flats just digging into his calf i have more friends that have gotten wrecked their shins have gotten wrecked from being on flats then clipless friends have gotten injuries from being clipless. Hmm. See, I think most guys, at least when I'm watching YouTube, most guys that are on flat pedals also have shin shin, shin guards, guards and knee knee pads on because they're. I mean, flat pedals usually are for people who are doing more down than up, mm -hmm. and so usually those people have a little bit of armor on them. And I would, I would think just just to save my shins, I would be willing to wear. Um, wear shin guards, shin um, but I'm I'm a clipless pedal fan, personally. I I grew up cross country racing, and so that's just what you had. You you couldn't cross country race on flat pedals because uh, they're just not efficient enough and be exhausting. So I've always had clipless pedals, but I still have a, a scar. I forget which leg, which shin it's on. Um, not that one. Well, I don't know. Uh, I mean, this is, this is from like 15 years ago, and so they've faded a lot. I've got a lot of scars. <laughs> it's because he it, falls a lot. I think it's my, actually, I was just, oh, it's right here. It's this big one right here, and actually, if you fill it, it there's a dent. Oh. It's an indent. Here, fill my oh. leg. Okay. Okay. Oh, oh yeah. Gross. You feel that? Yeah. That's That's nasty. from my clipless pedal smacking me in the shin. Oh, so I had time pedals, and the time pedals have these round bars, two round bars instead of like the Shimano ones or whatever. Yeah, had two round bars, and so that thing, I came off a drop. I was on a hardtail. It was probably like a maybe a three foot drop, you know, and I landed hard, landed flat, 
and my my right shoe popped out and the pedal flipped around and smacked me right in the shin mm. and it didn't bleed much but it was a deep deep purple and there was a dent there for like a month mm. and it's like it dented my bone or something i don't know but it it hit hard and it hurt so bad <laughs> so i almost did that today too <laughs> that's just for fun oh i yeah. i witnessed it yeah it was yeah so kind of i mean in my my point of view was kind of funny <laughs> but i was like that was really you almost ate it really because <laughs> i came off this jump and it was like the one jump that i got a little like i tried to get air on because a lot of those jumps you you've got like a turn coming up right afterwards mm -hmm. so you just hit them small and and stuff but it, there was this one that it was a big jump and it had a good landing and it was a little more open no turns or whatever and so i hit it pretty fairly big and when i landed my shoe popped out now the bike that i was using was my father-in-law's and i had borrowed it and he likes his shoes his pedals to come out a little your shoes to come out a little easier so he had his pedals adjusted soft and i like mine in there tight because i don't like coming out and so his were a little soft and on the downhill today i came out of my pedals unexpectedly like six or seven times <laughs> um but on this big jump i landed and my foot popped out and then there was another jump immediately following and so i went off the second jump with one foot like sticking out the side like off the pedal whoops one foot stuck in my pedal my left foot stuck in my pedal my right foot off to the right side and the bike kind of flailing and I just went off and landed and kind of it's a burn right the, into a burn right into a berm and went whoa and Chase laughed and was like I thought you were gonna eat it on the <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway so I like clipless pedals when they're tight and they don't come out unexpectedly um, but I, I just think they're so much more efficient on the uphill and they just always keep your pedal exactly where your feet should be mm -hmm. so that's nice but uh, yeah, I'm, I don't know. I'm not a big downhiller. Like I don't, I don't just go and lap downhills. I don't shuttle or anything. I always ride up to ride down, and so you climb for an hour to go down for ten minutes or something like that. So for that reason, I just rather have the efficiency on the uphill. Same here. <laughs> if uh, if you're shuttling or doing most of downhill, I would, I would be on flats. For sure, but and I'm so used to clipless pedals that I would probably still be on clipless pedals. Yeah, I mean, I do really like my clipless. I do like that when I am am in the air, I can control my bike a little bit more with clipless. Yeah, like we were a couple times ago when we were at the bike park, I overshot a jump by way too much, and the bike started doing the whole like drop under out from underneath you thing. Yeah, but I had clips on, so I just pull it right back up, and that was fine. But I thought right after that happened, I was like, if I was on flats, I would have eaten it so hard right there because my bike would have fallen right out from under me and I would have been done for. Yeah. So, I'm... You're supposed to reach down and grab the frame and bring it back. Uh, okay. <laughs> if I... Had, why weren't you there, I, coach? Yeah. <laughs> but I'm definitely I'm definitely a Clippers fan. Um, but I see the appeal to flats. I don't ever think I'll... Maybe I'll switch over one day, but I don't... Yeah, I'm don't telling you, Baskets baskets <laughs> maybe i'll try those out someday my my first mountain bike when i got it it came with those toe basket things and so i i rode on those for like two years before i finally got clipless pedals 
and um, I got pretty good at getting out of those. But you still, do, it is a skill. It yeah. is a skill. It took me a while, um, but I would I have those things so tight on my shoes that I'd have to like really wrench my foot in oh, yeah, to get them in yeah. because it was just so inefficient to climb unless they were really tight, mm. and then it was harder to get my foot out. And so, but actually, I mean, knock on wood, I was I was saying this to my uh, my wife the other day when we were camping because we were mountain biking a little bit and. And I said, you know, in all the years of mountain biking, I think I've only crashed hard where I, like, tumbled off my bike you know, four times. There were other times where I had to put my foot down all of a sudden and stuff like that. But um, there's, like, only been four times where I've crashed hard, and a couple of those were in races. And, uh, I mean, and that's including, like, having clipless pedals, not having clipless pedals or whatever. And so I just, I'd almost rather have be tighter in like stuck to my bike tighter and have less of a risk of coming of crashing unexpectedly and then if i do crash being stuck to the bike and just dealing with the consequences versus uh coming off unexpectedly because today coming off unexpectedly i almost crashed like i ha i had some kind of oh crap moments probably three different times because my shoe came off unexpectedly and um that's, so yeah i just prefer little, not to a scary yeah not confidence building <laughs> yeah and there was a time where we were coming right off the top down a fast section and and the trail split for just like 10 feet it like split and went around this this quakey like this little quakey and then came back together on the other side and I'm coming into it so fast, and I see these two trails, and I'm thinking in my head, which one do I take? Which one do I take? The and middle. I ended, I ended up nailing the tree. <laughs> wow, uh, for I, real? I slammed on the brakes, and I, I was able to, like, I hit the tree and stopped abruptly, but I like I didn't get hurt. The bike didn't get hurt or anything, but it was just like, <laughs> you gotta oh, choose a line. Split. Oh, no, what? A, uh, bam. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh. oh, man. Yeah. All yeah. right. Well, anyway. that's good. Um yeah. yeah. There you go. Yeah, wrap that one. Yeah. You know, you know everything you there is to know about biking now. Yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for joining us for the podcast today. Hopefully, our our stories and our our thoughts, our opinions, are are helpful for you as you uh, look for places to bike or, and maybe look for your own mountain bike to buy and and, and pedals and those types of things. Um, if you enjoyed the podcast, please subscribe and tell your friends. And Which we uh, know, we know you did. Of course you did. I mean, unless you didn't. Um, you can check out our website at gear30.com. That's spelled out G-E-A-R-T-H-I-R-T-Y.com. Dad's Day sale. Yeah, Promo. we've got that going on right now. So check that out. Go to gear30.com. Do we have like a pop-up or anything that shows like, or is it just the sale? There's um, Is there a code that you have to put in or anything? There is a code. Uh, and you get 20% off of everything on the uh, on the dad. So I think it's right on the cover image. It says Father's Day sale, 20% off discount. The code is Happy Dad. Happy Dad at checkout. And it's on uh, specific items. But um, go shopping. Nice. Very good. Out. And then, uh, of course, you can check us out on all the other social media platforms like YouTube and Instagram at Gear and Sports Bizarre. And uh, Facebook. Uh, thanks for joining us this year.